Boom. And we are live with another episode of the Brown Water Banter Podcast. My name is Jared Seymour. My name is Joey Cates. <laughs> That's right. Coming uh, coming at you this week with the uh, two for man. Two, two online digital uh, episodes with the high school head football coaches from uh, the Iverville was what Tuesday we did. And then today uh, we got Ty Smith from St. Martin uh, trying to get him in here. What before the season opens up, huh, Joey? Kicks off. Yeah, I think I think next week is uh, game week for most. So uh, going to try to get everybody in, uh, at least the new guys. You know, St. Martin Diablo's got two new guys, two young new guys, new blood. So we're going to try to get them in and talk to them and see what they got um, for the program. Hell yeah. All right. Cool. I like it. Well, uh, yeah. Rocking the old school. Is that uh, the old school St. Martin jersey? And then we got the yeah. hat. It, it barely fits, man. I was 175 pounds when I wore this last time, and I'm not even close to that anymore. It, it fits you like the shoulder pads are actually. Yeah. In. That's why I, was, I told Heather, I was like, I used to have big, gigantic shoulder pads in these, and now it's like regular shirt, like a shimmel shirt. Yeah. It does look it like a good, practice though. shirt. Yeah. Oh, it, it looks, looks good, great. Though. Uh, all right. Well, look. Before we jump into that, man, we're gonna uh, we're gonna thank the sponsors, the people that keep the the show rolling here for us. Um, if you're looking to get your teeth clean, man, I hope by now the first name that pops into your head is uh, Southern Magnolia Smiles. They're located right over there on Washington Avenue in Ocean Springs. Check them out on the socials, Facebook and Instagram. They are at Southern Magnolia Smiles. Uh, you can check them out on their regular website, SouthernMagnoliaSmiles.com. And uh, when you're ready to make that appointment, just give them a ring, 228-215-1202. Man, Dr. Robbie Williams is over there, and uh, he'll take care of you. Just tell him that you heard about him on the Brown Water Banter podcast, and he'll give you that free toothbrush that Joey always talks about. That's right. Moving right along, we got Hilltree Marketing. This is Jesse Hill and his team. Jesse's the one that keeps our website looking good over at brownwaterbanter.com. He built the whole thing for us from the ground up. We couldn't be happier with it. It won a local award here not too long ago. If you need a website built for any reason, if you're a content creator or small business looking to up your online presence, Hilltree Marketing can do it for you. Go check them out at hilltreemarketing.com. You will not be disappointed. See the swamp over on Gaucher Van Cleve Road. Uh, you just take the exit, head south. They're on the left. That's our good buddy Rocky Brooks. He's been doing the see the swamp thing now for a couple years. And uh, if you need a place where you can get good uh, equipment, man, tackle rods, reels, plastics, you know, uh, apparel, brown brown water hats. That's right. We dropped them off today, and they are available for sale. Uh, he's got all of your uh, your your what? He's got look at the, the fishing shirts. He's got the shorts. He's got fish in the south gear, our good buddy Josh, and yep. uh, it's it's shop local, man. If you can save, uh, say keep your money here within the community. So Rocky over at Cedar Swamp, man, we appreciate you supporting us and Coastal Angler Mississippi Magazine as well. Check out the magazine; it's free. It's at a ton of different locations. If you can't find it, you're not looking for it. Uh, and check out all the cool stories in there, the cool pictures of people fishing, and uh, we even have an ad in there this month and next month as well. So check us out as well. Uh, and yep. bringing up the rear here on the sponsors, we're super proud to have Calvin Taylor. Uh, he's running for circuit court judge, and he's a sponsor of the show. He's got over 30 years of experience in the game, uh, representing people from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I've been mentioning it. He's going to be on the show once we get our studio back up and running so we can do the face-to-face. -face. He's got some real cool stories, man. He's been in the uh, on the Gulf Coast for a long time practicing law. Um, we've reached out to a lot of people that we know in that community that, that give a, the – give their stamp of approval on Calvin. So uh, we're, we're glad to have him as a part of the show. 
Um, he's going to be run, running for circuit court judge in uh, what is it, Joey Jackson? Where let me pull it up, man. I had it here somewhere. Jackson, George, and Green County. Green, that's right. Green, yeah. Yep. So if you uh, when you see his name on the ballot, November the eighth. That's our that's our midterm elections. Which uh, I don't have to go on and on about how important those midterms are going to be. Right? If you uh, if you <laughs> if you buy anything in this economy, you know why the November 8 election is going to be as important as it is. You'll see Calvin's name on the ballot for circuit court judge, man. Check him out. And uh, I, he's, he's the guy for the job. So we're putting the old Brownwater stamp on that. So uh, we yep. appreciate him supporting the show as well. And uh, we're going to go ahead and mention Joel, right, Joey? Right now we, we said the fly yeah, yeah. throw it up again. Yeah, that's uh, Cherie and Joel Sigger and Jack's mom. She came down with what, Lou Gehrig's disease, Jared. You're the medical professional. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah and it's I think not, it's, it's not a good one to have. No, and it hits hard, it hits fast, unfortunately, and um, they're going to be doing uh, the silent auction for them in the Iroville. Uh, we're going to be donating some stuff. If you can donate anything for a silent auction, please, the number's on there, the website's on there. Uh, they also have a GoFundMe, which I've put in the last two videos. I'll put in the comments of this videos too, so if you can help, definitely a great family, definitely a great cause. That's right, that's right. That's going to be September the 17th um, from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Iroville Community Center. Uh, they're going to be selling $10 pork plates, uh, excuse me, $10 pulled pork sandwiches. So uh, go buy if you can, man. Stop by, uh, grab some good food and support a great cause. Uh, they're going to have baked goods as well and raffles. So like Joey yeah. said, we're going to be donating to that. So it's a great, a great. Um, Former Yellow Jackets. Support a good family. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah. You know, in a, in a terrible situation as the best way as I can say that. So, uh, all right. Well, let's let's jump in. Uh, we got some comments already running through here, but uh, let's let's jump in. Let's bring Ty in. Ty, what's up, man? How are you doing? How's it going, fellas? Uh, hanging in there. Doing great. Uh, like like I say on this one, I think uh, Joey's going to steamroll the 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 questions here because this is uh this is his wheelhouse. So. Yeah, Ty, new, uh, new uh, school starts, so new season coming up. Um, we knew we're not going to compare anybody, but we, we kind of know Josh's story. But I don't think we know your story. So why don't you tell us how you got into coaching and how you ended up over at the Hive uh, in St. Martin? And it's uh, I'm from Natchez, Mississippi. I grew up uh, – my dad was a football coach at South Natchez and the Natchez High back with Chris Calcote. Um uh, you know, they ended up going on to being the athletic director at Gulf Coast Community College and Robert Rains, uh, Alcorn. Uh, hell, they were like dads to me. I grew up on the sidelines since I was three years old. And uh, after I got done playing and all, I got into coaching and actually took a graduate assistant job at Southern Miss. And it lasted a whole three days. And Steve Buckley actually got the job at Pedal and gave me a call and said, man, come make some money. And I told him, I was like, man, you know, I really want to coach college football. So he always told me, he's like, it's it's about who you know at that level. He said, come get some experience, make a little bit of money, and uh, let's build something here. And, you know, if you want to go to that level, we'll, we'll work on that. And so I didn't look. Right. I jumped in. And uh, to be honest, I'm very family-oriented. Um, once that step started taking place, being there after three years, you know, I kind of shifted my attention and really wanted to – I fell in love with coaching high school ball, so to say. But uh, – you know, me and my wife, uh, she was finishing up her – I'm going to walk this way. It's starting to rain on me a little bit. Um, All right. Long story, man, we uh, we were doing well there in pedal and absolutely loved it. And she was finishing up her postdoc, and we had to move to Salt Lake City, Utah. And mm. didn't know anybody out there. And so Steve actually reached out to Blake Miller, who was O-line coach at Utah. And 
I went out there and worked a week and had a GA spot. And uh, Whittingham came in on a Saturday. We were in there watching film, and he basically told me, he's like, look, man, blood, uh, blood's thicker than anything else. So the GA spot went to his son-in-law. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Thanks. Yeah. It was a good experience, though. But they said, we're going to take care of you. And, uh, you know, they hooked me up with some guys. And I ended up at Alta High uh, there in just south of Salt Lake. And, man, it, it was an eye-opener for me. You know, I was there for three years and, you know, I built a name for myself, so to say, coaching high school ball out there. Made a lot of great friends, a lot of really, really smart football guys. And, I mean, hell, we, we drove to California and played Crenshaw. Um, you know, we flew in Don Bosco, who was three-time defended national champs and played them at Rio Tinto Stadium. So it was some big-time football. Never thought that whenever we were first moving out there. But, um, you know, I thought about the game myself and – Whenever it finally came time for me and my wife to start a family, we said, let's get back a little bit close to our families. And um, here we are, man. I got off a plane in New Orleans, and my wife called. I had interviews set up at Daphne. Uh, it was Pascagoula, Ocean Springs, and there was one of the school over uh, Panhandle, Florida. I got off the plane in New Orleans. My wife said, uh, I just got off the job at Keesler Air Force Base as a psychologist, so make it work. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. You got your orders. You got your orders as she got Yeah. Her. Uh, we've been here now years. I was at Ocean Springs for eight. Um, you know, had a great time. And last year, uh, Coach Whitehead reached out, kind of told me, you know, he was looking to retire, and uh, he just he gave he he offered gave me an opportunity I couldn't pass up. You know, so yeah, so came over last year as offense coordinator, and then uh, you know everything since January has kind of been fast forward. So, so how was it? adjusting to the, to our old alma mater how was the saint martin life compared to what you're used to oh man i mean it's uh, let me tell you this the the everybody thinking about it talking and everything else that it's it is an incredible community um I, I tell you man the support has been unmatched uh there's so many people out there in this community that are really wanting to win they're wanting to see a product um you know they're wanting to see a football environment first and foremost you know right. I understand it. It's going to take, you know, it's going to take some time to really build the product. But I mean, you know, we've gone across 80. And I, I mean, I, I take a lot of pride in that. All our coaches do as well. It's, it's gotten a situation where, you know, this day and age, there's so many opportunities with cell phones, with media, with the things it is. Um, if you don't have a personal connection to the coaching staff or the players itself, I mean, you can watch most of them online in the comfort of your home and save money and everything else. So it's, we're trying to really build and branch out and really, you know, grab the community and get them, give them a reason to come out and support us, support these kids and this, this school. Yeah. What, what, what can y'all do in that, in that Avenue, as far as, like you said, cause you can watch them now at home on your, on your smart TV, the games, it, it kind of blew me away like two or three years ago when I realized that what do y'all do to practically bring people into, into the stadiums? Do y'all, have the ability to create like tailgating situations. I mean, I know it's high school football, so you know I don't know how how wild it can get or how much of a party atmosphere you can create. But is that something y'all talk about? Yeah, we're trying to get some admin on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, we're. Uh, I'll tell you the first thing was you know inside the field itself. You know what we can control once you know once we start the tennis starts rolling. In. My big thing was around in the field itself to be a game day atmosphere. You know, I want the tent set up behind the end zone. I want, you know, I want to be a kid. 
Todd, let me let me stop you right there, brother. You, you I guess you kind of break it up a little bit. Your vocals yep. or something. Yeah, maybe good. There we go. I'll just walk back out here. Hell, it ain't yeah, right. There you go. No, um, what I was saying is, man, we're just what we can control is what's you know inside the stadium itself for, for right now. Uh, we've got a lot of plans moving forward in the future. We want to do a lot of things, but. You know, our big thing right now is I want everything that once you enter that field and enter that gate, that everything you see represents a good football atmosphere. Um, you know, we've got special tailgating areas set up for end game with our corporate sponsors. They're going to have tents. I've been, you know, I've been beating my head against the wall for the past three months, getting field signs, getting tents ordered, um, you know, uh, basically season pass type opportunities, parking pass. Um, so we're trying to really branch out to let it, have the product there and the opportunity for people to show up and make it a kid family atmosphere where they can come and enjoy a Friday night. Well, I, I think I saw that it's, I guess it would be east of the stadium. Our old practice field is where you are going to have like a little tailgate section behind the yeah, new field people, house. People talking about doing some things out there. What I'm doing is basically what I'm in control of and trying to get done is we're going to have some tents set up right in between the old field house and the end zone. If you've ever been out, you know, the, where the high jump pit is. Um, right. right all right there we're gonna have tents set up i mean we got keesler um keesler federal credit you know we got bay pest control we got solar control and uh um we got two others also as well um bishop insurance will be one of them um so we've got we've got a couple things i've got a big saint martin tent for some alumni that's been helping out with uh various things with protein for the kids and other things like that that you know one thing that i've realized very quickly is it is a community event, you know, it's, it takes all hands on deck. You know, I want as many alumni coming by. I want to meet as many people as I possibly can. Let them meet the kids. Uh, we're starting a mentorship program. We're going to have guest speakers on Thursdays after practice. We're feeding the kids on Thursday nights. Um, you know, we're going to feed them before games. So it, it's been a, it's been a big time. It's been a big overhaul. We'll say that. Oh, what, what was, yeah. What's the, you know, I kind of I kind of stepped on some toes the other night. I don't know if you saw the interview with Josh, um, but I, I went through it. You know, what I'm saying the only reason I talk about it is because because I went through it. I don't talk about stuff I didn't go through. But how do we go about changing the culture of football, Mark? How 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 are we doing that with you? Bring a young guy in, changing everything up. You change some of the staff, right? And we're going to change. You bring some tents, some tailgating on. How do we get St. Martin to be winning consistently? Man, I tell you, I appreciate you saying young guy too, because I'm supposed to be 39, and that feel like, man, it's a big difference between five years ago. I tell you, same age as us. We're the same. We're all the same age. <laughs> the coaches make fun of me because I'll get out there and run sprints with the kids still, and they say you look like a two by four moving back and forth across the field. But uh, no, man, I tell you, it's you know, and I told I kind of I told WLX this the other day whenever they came by. Coach Whitehead is an incredible man. He had, you know, he had his ups and downs with the program, with winning, with, you know, talent coming through, with with all these other things. What I can focus on is kind of like I told our staff from day one, um, once we kind of got everything in place. I want us treating this like we're starting a brand new football program. I want us being like this is a, you know, obviously we're still one of the, uh, the old alum and we're not going to forget the tradition in the past, but at the same time, what we can control is us starting today, moving forward. Um, so for us, it's, I mean, you come out and watch practice tomorrow, you'll see already it's a different, different atmosphere. Talk to the kids, talk to, I mean, as I'll be honest, I'm, I'm shocked myself. Uh, 
David Baggett, um, city superintendent, that's what he comes by and tells me all the time. He was like, Smith, year one, you know, it's year one. You know, we don't have to have everything right right now. But it's like I, tell, I keep telling them, like, I'm, whenever I do something, I want it to be done. You know, I don't want to meet about something to meet the following week. Whenever we meet, I got let's, let's, let's get out there and get it done today and let's get moving forward. So it's it's taking place pretty fast. I'll say that. Well, and there's no such thing as first impressions too, right? You know what I mean? He say you're yeah, one, true. but it's your it's it's the introduction too. So, and that's kind of my philosophy behind it. You know, we talk. I actually watched um, Coach Ladner talk. Think the world of him. He's going to do a great job over there. Obviously, those kids love him. I think that was a good choice by uh, by them because at the end of the day, if the kids don't approve of of your guy, you know, it's it's an uphill battle, and um, you know that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to relate to 15 to 18 year olds to get them to to accept what you're trying to move, get them moving forward. So um, he's going to do an incredible job. But with us, man, it's, um, you know, we're going to we're gonna keep putting one foot in front of the other. Uh, we have very high expectations. I think the biggest thing is structure, discipline, you know, all that good stuff that everybody, cliche terms, everybody uses. At the same time, the kids want to see you live up to that too. And, you know, we're going to do everything first class, serve it. And um, I'm excited, man. It's going to be – y'all come by. I guarantee you, if you come by and just check out a practice, you see the kids, you see the organization, uh, you'll see that it's it's taking place pretty quick. Yeah. That um, – I mean, you got some tools too because that new uh, field house that they just put in is, is pretty nice. I've been over there a couple of times. Of course, turf. You know, we had to catch up with everybody on turf. But the field looks good. You got the uh, facilities. You even got like uh, – you got a junior high. Uh, field house now, right? You went the old junior high, the old high school field house. We do. I will say, you know, for the new for the new weight room and locker room, yes, we are. We're on. It's it's very nice. You know, it's new. It's clean. Um, we've actually just upgraded. We made some purchases and got some new bars uh, with our strength coach that came brought in. Um, you know, that's been the first and foremost. I mean, the weight room's been the number one overhaul um, since January. We've really been getting after it, so to say, and. You know, Coach Lancaster coming in from Alabama and his his background in, in the weight room, um, we implemented him across sports for strength and conditioning. And I was talking to one of the soccer coaches today, just telling him like it's 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 going to show quick move. I think that we could have made as a school itself was implementing that because all sports, you know, I think I know everybody thinks we know it all, but. If you've got your D-line coach running the weight room, you know, that's not his, his profession, so to say. So we want a professional in that position doing his job. Yeah. That's, ahead, that's, that's so much different, Jerry, than like when we were in like junior high ball and stuff like that. Like they, yeah. they didn't have all that focus on it. I remember we would, we would eat Hardee's before the game. Like it was part of the, the ritual to like order. Drinking Cokes. Yeah. <laughs> it was only slightly better than the old NFL photos. You see the guy smoking cigarettes on the sideline, you know, it's like, I, but I said, yeah. That, they talking about the star burger at Hardee's back in the day, man. That was yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was the, that was the pregame protein shake, you know, but it's like, Everything evolves, and it's cool to hear that, um, that y'all, you know, we talked about it on on the last episode. I mean, I guess that's got to be a big part of how y'all develop the team, right, is to focus on strength and conditioning because, like we said on the last episode, you're not able to recruit, right? There's no there's no pulling in a, a player that you need or a position you need filled. You have to build it internally from the, 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 the group of kids that you have. Yeah, it is. And that, that's one thing we're focusing huge on. Um, 
you know, we're very fortunate, you know, at St. Martin community to have the youth league that we have and so many kids involved at early age. Um, so we've really been reaching out to them. I've, you know, we've kind of delegated assistant coaches are over youth league program, assistant coaches. We've got some that are over middle school program. You know, they had to meet the parents thing last night for the middle school. And I believe four of our coaches, as soon as we got off the field, they booked it over there. It's all about relationships, communication, organization. And that's, that's kind of our whole motto as a coaching staff. You know, that, that's, that's 90% of the battle. And if we can, we can get the community to buy in and uh, really just, you know, if they just give us a chance, man, if they'll just show up, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a very good atmosphere. Yeah. Well, speaking of the staff, I mean, it's pretty much an overhaul, really. I think Fayard is the uh, coach. Fayard is the only one left. He said the old. By the way, he said, "Tell y'all hello." I, was, I told him I was coming on tonight. Coach Fayard's the man for sure. But uh, we got we got new DCs. We got new. You know, you put everybody in new positions, right? We did. We kind of we kind of shuffled some things around, you know. And I tell you, the guys that were there before. Um, you know, they couldn't have been more accepting of everything that you know, once we sat down and talked and I told them my reasonings behind a few things that, you know, it's they want to win. They want these kids, they, they, you know, they want to see a product where the kids and they want us putting them in position. So, yeah, you know, brought in Coach Jenkins, Derek Jenkins, a good friend of mine, uh, played ball with him at Colin. Um, you know, and as we were together at Ocean Springs, um, you know, coaching there for a few years, then he left and bounced around with defense coordinator at West and the Mendenhall. And, you know, whenever everything took place, I called him. I was like, hey, man, let's roll. Still uh, kind of cut in and out his And uh, Josh Lancaster, strength conditioning. He, okay, you got me now? Yeah, you got yeah, me? we got you. You just fade in and out a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, so yeah, Jenkins. Jenkins came on in. Uh, Josh Lancaster, strength and conditioning. Um, he's from Mobile. Uh, played at St. Paul. Diehard football guy. Went to Ole Miss. Walk on. Just is tough. Is good of a guy. Um, and whenever it comes to weights, man, there's nobody better. Uh, I, I, I put him up against anybody. His energy level is unmatched. So I knew, you know, those were those were my two guys that I really, you know, anywhere, any place. I know they got my back, and um, you know. I, I, you know, I was very, very concerned because I wasn't sure if both of them would jump on board because both of them had good positions. And, uh, you know, Lancaster, man, he he was ready to roll. He left Alabama and came down and he took over the weight room immediately. And, man, the kids, they jumped right in with him. It, it's been it's been daylight and dark. Cause, and I, I mean, that's where everything starts with football. Doesn't matter what position you play. You know, we got a, we got a lot of kids in St. Martin that, uh, you know, they may not be the six foot three, 220 pound guys that run four fives four sixes but we have a lot of those kids that you know with a year in the weight room they can be a really good high school outside linebacker you know they can be a really good safety we can place you know develop some really good slot receivers uh tight tight body types you know so it's uh the future's bright man even our ninth grade team right now we've got a bunch of kids out there we got right at 50 and you know all summer we we brought them up and made them work out with the varsity and um you know so it's it's been a good transition. Outside of those two, man, we've got – obviously, Antonini's been there uh, as the O-line coach. He's a big fan of y'all's. Um, James done yep. a great job. Like the world of him. And uh, so, whenever I got it, I was like, man, it's, you know, I, I'm, I've always been – you know, I, like basically I call the all, the offense, but I lean on him a lot. Obviously, you got to lean on your O-line coach. And uh, so, he's going to be the offensive coordinator, and we'll call it as a collective group. And outside of that, Wesley Barnett coming in who – 
Uh, just finished up a graduate assistant at Nichols State. Uh, he's going to help out Coach Talley, who's been there for a while and does, does an incredible job. Um, but, yeah, Wesley's going to help him out with special teams and help with D-line. And, man, it's, it's, we've got some good, man. Um, Goldsmith Coach, Coach Talley is it? teaching and got him out doing wide. What's up? Coach Talley's a, a special teams guru, man. He always has been. Oh, man. Talley is the guru of every damn thing. He is, he, that's what we call him the wizard, man. He's, he's, right. you know, today after practice, popping. So we had to cut practice a little short and uh, me and him jumped in the truck and went to get a power washer. So we can climb in. If you need something, he's the guy. I mean, he's, he, yeah. you know, I, there's no way I could be doing this, buddy, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, we got to have, you got to have, he's, he's such a help, such a help, very humble too. So, um, but no, man, I tell you, uh, Pete Degato, he came over last year with me doing running backs. Um, you know, my big guy, my bodyguard, Jonathan Anderson. I'm not gonna find a better D line coach anywhere. Um, spending times with the kids, he doesn't even teach, he just he comes out and volunteers his time. And you know, that's the kind of guys that we want to surround ourselves with. Man, these kids absolutely love every single one of them, and it shows it really does. Yeah, I like it. Well, let's it? go ahead, Jerry. No, I was going to ask him, what's it like with the uh, with the turnout as far as players are concerned? Is that you know you hear you hear people talk about all the time that kids are just glued to their phones and their iPads, but is that something that you notice as far as as, as getting kids to come out and try out for the team? Uh, man, I mean, I tell you, it's been. Uh, I mean, yeah, this day and age, obviously, especially down here on the Gulf Coast, you know, there's so many options for kids, and you know, uh, whether it's you know they play baseball year round or basketball year round or lacrosse or you know uh, have to have jobs I and mean, we lost two or three players over the summer that just chose you know they went and got a job and started making money because there's they had you know there's a lot of things to do fishing down here uh you know growing up in natchez man it was nothing you're either going to get out in the river and go fishing or you're going to go hunting and you know football didn't interfere with those two you know so right um but yeah man there's so many different options for the kids down here you've got to make it at the end of the day it's a game just like I try to tell the kids, man, they got to have fun. Us as adults, sometimes we screw things up. We get in the way. We try to make it a life. You know, we're the ones that chose to do it for a living, not the kids. So, right. You know, you got to find that. You got to, there's a fine line. So, what, um, what are we doing scheme wise? You know, St. Martin is usually, they, they've been through a bunch of offensive coordinators, been through a bunch of defensive coordinators. Are we going spread? Are we going to line up, double wing? I mean, what you got planned for this year? I tell you, with the guys we have, um, our receiving core this year is going to be pretty good. We're very young. We've only got five or six guys that uh, played significant downs last year that are back. Um, and coming off a two-win team, usually that's not a good good thing. But um, uh, you know, I, we're it's a very good thing. They'll just leave it at that moving forward for us. Um, we're gonna, we're going to be young. We've only got thirteen seniors in all on this this team with eighty kids, and um, out of those. You know, as of right now, today at practice, I would say three, three and a half to four starting. Obviously, one of them is going to be DK, which is the quarterback. Um, you know, and he's a he's an incredible athlete, one of the best DBs in Mississippi. Um, he's going to be our is, he's going to be our trigger is, man. He's, he's he's good, man. Is that I saw the um, the second team runner up. You had a receiver up there. Is that you talking about that guy? Yeah, no, DK is the one that uh, – he's actually Coach Gene's coordinator. He's his son. He moved in from Mendenhall. Okay. He was the 5A uh, quarterback of the year. Um, 
Now, you know, I knew him whenever he was a little kid too, man. But I mean, he was on the sideline with us whenever we coached together. And, you know, it's, um, so he's, he's, he moved down with dad. Mom's here. Mom's coaching basketball, um, with coach Kennedy doing girls basketball. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're talented, man. They're athletes across the board. He's got a bunch of girls that are, you know, going to be superstar volleyball and basketball players as well. So, um, right. it, Good situation. But that's our receiving core, man. It's we've got Montclair Bray came out from basketball, hasn't played football since middle school. Um, he's gonna be special. He's only gonna be a sophomore this season. Um, obviously you got Jalen Anderson who started last year as a freshman, and he's gonna go both ways. Obviously, you have Norrell. Uh everybody knows about Norrell, and I'll tell you this, Norrell, between last year and this year, it's it's been whether it's all these guys that came in on staff, something clicked, uh, so to say, he's been couldn't ask anything more of him right now. He shows up every day, works his tail off. There's never an excuse. You know, I, I expect a big, big year from him. Uh, he should be fun to watch. So we got some guys, man. It's, you know, we got three running backs right now that are kind of rotating, trying to see who gets the hot hand. So, um, but yeah, man, we're going to be spread. I'll be honest, me offensively, I kind of like to fill out the guys and who we got in the matchup that week. I mean, last year we'd spread it out and, go empty one game and four wide, three wide, and the next game we line up with three tight ends, you know. Um, so you kind of got to find out what your match is like. And, right. you know, I, I have a feeling this year we're going we're gonna to be spread, you know, majority of the time. Now, if Coach Anthony yeah. anything to say, he wants more alignment on the field. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, I think that's usually been the Achilles heel with St. Martin. You either have a lot of linemen, no skill, yeah. skill and no linemen so you got to adapt your offense around goes you know what yeah. i'm saying we're gonna I, I tell you man offensively and defense we're very young i mean it's you know an old saying you know every sophomore you play in 6a ball usually you can count that as a loss but i'm gonna call bs on it this year because i really think uh these guys that we're gonna put out there we're putting them out there for a reason um they're special we've even got three ninth graders we've bumped up this year um that are gonna get some significant downs as well so but yeah, defensively, uh, you know, Coach Jenkins, he's very multiple. He'll change up based off the opponent. But I mean, t t you know, typically we're going to be three, four, and move people around. Right. And, you know, that kind of your, 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 your very, your various defense. You know, we can get anything we want to do defensively based off of matchups. But you know, offensively, man, I'm you know, I'm a quarterback at heart. You know, I played quarterback. Obviously, I want to throw the ball all over the field. But at the same time, I know to really win football games, you got to develop that run game. So I've put, I've really right. challenged our offensive line to uh, you know, hone in and let's, let's, let's make this thing happen. Yeah. What, uh, when we start next Friday, St. Martin opens up next yeah, Friday. We're, uh, we're actually going over to, uh, we play Long Beach Friday and a little jamboree. We'll do two quarters of varsity and two of JV. Uh, they're getting a turf laid as we speak. So we had to move the game over to uh, MGCC Everett Park. And uh, we're going to start over there at seven thirty Friday. So, Next Friday we'll be at home versus Stone County. That'll be the that'll be the twenty sixth. Then that's the that's the the season opener at home. That'll be the season opener at home. So we got we got to get a lot of things squared away around that stadium right now. They're working on the baseball field and scoreboards not working, and uh, they promised me everything's gonna be ready to go. So um, we got new playcocks put in today. Um, so it's 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 turning around a little bit, man. Man, I'm excited, man. And, and um, for for anybody who wants to see St. Martin's schedule work, they can go to Jackson County's uh, homepage or St. Martin's homepage and see where y'all are at, right? 
Yeah, I'll tell you, most of the things that we do, um, you know, this day and age with social media, we're all over Facebook and Twitter. You can go to at St. Martin uh, Football, check it out. I mean, we're on, uh, we've even got an Instagram set up. So, um, yeah, everything we do, we're going to post online. We've got schedules out. Um, I'll get one to y'all so y'all can put it out for us as well. Yeah, but, no doubt. Yeah, man, it, it's it's going to be exciting. We're actually, um, we had an off week, week two last year and that's one thing i was really fighting for as soon as i got this job was i did not want to have an off week you know two weeks so uh reached out fault 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 finally somebody reached out we're going to pace florida over around pensacola Woo! up on september 2nd they're gonna line up in the eye and see how well we can tackle so i'm excited to uh, you know take that opportunity it's, we're gonna do some things for the kids too man i mean it's I don't know if any of our kids watch this we haven't told them yet but you know we got charter buses we're gonna load them on take them over mm. we're gonna it's like I said, man. This it's a special time for these teenagers. So let's let's treat them right, and I think they'll really they'll they'll jump on board, man. Absolutely, man. I I I love what you're saying, and I hope everything works out for y'all, man. We'll be rooting. Like I said, I'm torn. You know, I work in the Iroville, but I went to St. Martin, so I'm Stingham man Warriors. You know, Jared Jared wore his St. Martin uh, hat the other night versus the Iroville. So all all I ask of y'all is like I heard y'all talking the other night talking about. You know, D'Iberville has a lot of fans go to their games. St. Martin, I heard y'all kind of say, you know, sometimes and I said, come to the game. Bring somebody. Yeah. That's all we can ask, man. And if you know, you know, if, if you don't like what you see, come let us know. Come talk to me because that's, you know, our job as coaches, we want the kids to have fun and get after it. We want the community to support it, man. I love it. That's awesome, man. I hope we, I hope we get St. Martin football back. I hope that last game of the season between St. Martin and D'Iberville means going to the playoffs and it's a daggum barn burner and it's a hundred to 99. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a, hey, if we score that many, man, I'll be in a good mood. Coach Dink Jenkins may not be. <laughs> You're right. But, yeah. Y'all feel at home. If you ever need anything from us, yeah, our door's wide open, man. Come do a show at the stadium. Come check out the field house. You know, if y'all can come have a headset and help call plays. <laughs> you don't want that <laughs> not for me maybe joey but not for me just throw the ball down the field just just score just score that's yeah. all i need you to do there you go but look Tyler, man we, we appreciate you uh jumping on here with us this evening and we wish you all the best man uh like you said everybody if you're tuning in right now on the live the replay or the audio if you ain't got nothing uh you ain't been to a game in a while go check them out it's uh they revamped everything they're pulling out you know, leaving no stone unturned, going to make it a fun time and and support uh, some St. Martin football. I appreciate y'all. All right, man. You have a good evening. Uh, appreciate hey. you hanging out with us. Absolutely. Y'all stay in touch with me. Will do. Yes, Will do. All right. That was a good one, man. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah pumped, I, I hope. Man, I am pumped about some, some high school football. And, uh, you know, we got St. Martin, the Iberville one here. Uh, Donnie Handler reached out to us. We're going to get some uh, fighting Irish football on here. So, well, I can reach send, out to send uh, our way. I can reach out to Dylan and see what's up over there on the, yeah, uh, the far end of town. Of Hancock. Yeah, yeah, for but, sure. But do but yeah, do your high school a favor. Look, Joey Bart's in the comments. Sting them. Look, yep. do your high school a favor. And I'm I'm the worst advocate because I haven't been back to uh, St. Martin Stadium in a long time. But go check out your old alma mater. Just walk in the stands. Check out a football game, especially with these new guys. Uh, give them some support, you know, first one, two, three years, let whatever it takes to build a program and then, you know, see where it goes from there. And um, uh, what we got, we got the uh, Sheep's Head Showdown coming up too, right, Jared? Yeah, we don't have uh, we don't have uh, the flyer in here to load for the live stream for the people watching. But uh, the tickets, Joey, when are they going to be available to be purchased online? 
September 1st, if y'all are into fishing. I know football's coming up, deer season's coming up, but uh, we got a sheephead showdown coming up uh, October 1st. Yep. And the flyer, the registration should be live September 1st. So, yep. old Carl Bernie, Carl Bernie can, yep. can throw up, catch a football. That's He's right. Slow, but he can still catch a football. Oh, uh, there you go. Shots fired again with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, like you said, that's going to be a Saturday. It's going to be at the Blind Tiger in Biloxi. Um, all day tournament weigh in will be five to six if i got that right joey we'll live stream it it's going to be a party there too so uh be on the lookout for that like he said uh brownwaterbanter.com september the first you can start getting your tickets it's a 25 dollars ticket for uh the sheep's head division and then we have supplemental divisions joey what flounder at uh, all yeah we we got rid of triple tail this year added flounder speckled trout and redfish and then we got five right. and the kids for sure kids yep. kids took the cake last year we're gonna give away the wwe belt too so uh everybody listening to this on the podcast they're gonna hear this again because that's the uh that's the post uh, show role that i just recorded so uh you'll hear it again but yeah go check it out when you can thanks everybody that was in the comments this evening uh checking us out we appreciate that too support some high school football man and we will see y'all on the next one later Thanks so much for checking out the podcast, man. We really appreciate y'all tuning in. I wanted to let you know about the third annual Sheep's Head Showdown that's coming up. It's going to be Saturday, October the 1st at the Blonde Tiger in Biloxi. Uh, we're giving away a ton of cash and prizes, uh, specifically $1,500 for the first place Sheep's Head and the WWE style belt that everybody loves so much. We've got a dive division, a kids division. It's going to be a great time. You're not going to want to miss it. Tickets go on sale on our website, brownwaterbanter.com, starting September the 1st. So uh, mark your calendars and get ready. The third annual Sheep's Head Showdown, Saturday, October the 1st at the Blonde Tiger in Biloxi.